Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Gen Z Girl podcast. My name is Abby Aslan, and I'm the host of this podcast. So happy you're here listening for the first time, if it's your first time, and if not, welcome back. Um, It's currently Saturday night at like midnight when I'm recording this, and I have to be up in like five and a half hours to drive 10 hours to Texas. So love that for me. (laughs) Um, And I still, I'm like pretty much done packing. I just like need to take stuff to my car and that takes forever. So that's that. It's really weird that we're like going home and not coming back just because like being in the mindset of leaving for the semester all week has made me think it's like December all week. And (laughs) it's definitely not. Um, It's just very weird. Like it doesn't feel like Thanksgiving should be in less than a week it's just very insane and weird um tried to like enjoy this week as much as I could but it was a little hard because I had a big um test quiz it's like a quiz but it's basically the equivalent of a test on Thursday and then I had a final on Friday and I realized that I mean like I'm grateful one of my classes is done and it's like my hardest class probably but I hate that I'm not going to be done with all my finals for another like two and a half weeks so I have to like stay in that finals headset and or not headset (laughs) mindset for the next like two and a half weeks when typically it's like a one-week process and you just grind it out and it's done and there's like pros of that um I guess I don't have like as much going on all at once but um I don't know it's just weird to think that I'm like going home for Thanksgiving right now and I'm having a study for finals because normally that's not the case like normally I study for finals after Thanksgiving and I can kind of like take it somewhat easy Thanksgiving and everything and it's just weird to think that I need to like be like on and working and like doing schoolwork and everything for the next two and a half weeks. Like it's very weird. Um, I'm sure you guys can relate. And it just felt, I posted this on my Instagram story, like my personal one. And I, after I took my test on Thursday, um, I was walking across the quad and I was going to get a blends bowl from like the little, um, it's like a smoothie, smoothie bowl truck, food truck that we have on campus. And I was walking over there to get one because it was just like a beautiful day. And I was like, this is like a good way for me to end like my last day of in-person classes. And I just like got almost like sick. I didn't get sick to my stomach, but I felt very queasy at the thought of just not really the thought of it, but like just the reminiscent feeling of leaving for the semester. Like just because this past week, the COVID cases have like skyrocketed and they were really last week too. Um... And just knowing that I'm going home in that same kind of situation where things are like uncertain again gives me a little bit of stress. I don't know if anyone else can relate, but I just felt very nostalgic um, back to March when we like left because I knew it was like my last day for the semester when I was leaving. And um, just with COVID getting worse, like it just felt really weird and I didn't like it at all really did not like it (laughs) and um I just I don't know it was just a very bizarre feeling and I had some people message me back saying they were like cleaning out their fridge and just like packing their apartment and they got that same like overwhelming feeling of just like oh god this again (laughs) so it's just weird I don't know it's just been a very weird week I try my best to just like enjoy it because this is my last fall semester here and it's just I know I talked about that last week but it's just wild like it didn't even feel like it because I didn't go to a single football game like it just didn't feel normal and of course it didn't it wasn't normal for anyone really um so I don't know it's just super weird but I went to um the tinsel trail um tonight 
and that's just like where all uh there's like a bunch of like sponsored christmas trees that a bunch of like local businesses and organizations and stuff do and they like decorate the trees like in certain ways and a lot of times it's like reflective of whatever business it is and it's all along like tuscaloosa river walk and it's so great to like take your dog and go walk and we went and walked with um our another couple that we're like really really close with and um they took their dog too and it was just great because we were able to um see them before the end of the semester and um they like brought over chicken pot pie and uh, and made apple pie and it was so amazing and they were um tested for COVID and everything before they came over because we didn't want to like have to like worry about that going into the break but um it was just like so nice and it was like a nice like little end to the semester very like quaint and low-key and just had like the dogs like play together and like we went and went on the walk and had some hot cocoa while we looked at like the Christmas trees and although I would like love to do that every single night it's sad because I'm like okay I'm doing this right now and when I come back like you know Christmas will be like basically done well I guess I'll be back for one of my finals that I do have to take so I guess I'll still have a little bit of tinsel trail left that I can um explore and (laughs) do whenever I come back for my final for like literally two days but anyways um with all of that being said just with the hecticness of trying to like clean do laundry and pack and my two big exams that I had it's been a crazy week so I knew I wouldn't have a ton of time to like put a bunch of effort into like planning out an episode or doing like an interview or anything so I figured it would be a great um week to do like an advice column thing and typically when I do these I like pick the questions beforehand and I like kind of plan out what I'm gonna say like not word for word but I kind of just have a general idea of like what I want to talk about and this time I was like you know what I feel like it can be like a lot more from not necessarily from the heart because it's from the heart both ways but like it's just like a lot more real and raw whenever I like sit here and I'm just like saying the first thing that like comes to my mind you know and I kind of I that's something I like about podcasting is that I'm like able to like just sit down and kind of spill it all out and say you know like how I feel and think about you know things especially when people want advice so that's what I'm going to be doing be sure to be following the Gen Z Girl podcast on Instagram it's just at Gen Z Girl podcast and it's a great podcast Instagram I guess you could say um my friend Lexi is doing a killer job with it and making it look all great but that's where I had you all send in your like advice requests or just like what you want advice on I guess you could say so um without further ado let's go ahead and talk about or let me read you all (laughs) the quote for this week and I really really like this quote um just for this week with the spirit being like Thanksgiving and everything And it is, appreciate this moment, stop and look around you, be thankful for all you have and where you are, because this time next year, nothing will be the same. The funny thing is, is the person who said this quote probably didn't say it when a pandemic came within the year. So we know very well and true just with um, the circumstances of this year and everything that's happened, you know, like everything can change so quickly and um i just think that it like the little moments mean so much more in the grand scheme of things than we really think they do and i just think that just being grateful for like literally everything you could possibly be grateful for especially now more than ever is so important um because so many people you know have lost so much because of just the state of the world and the united states and like whatever so it's it's just really important to um, count your blessings and remember that. And I think that that's good for, especially good to do the week of Thanksgiving, but even better if you can implement that grat- that type of gratitude um, daily. So that's the quotes. And then my goal for this week, I really just want to 
take a step back and um, enjoy myself honestly and take care of myself in the sense of like exercising and I feel like I did not work out at all this week but I actually worked out three times but it's just because this week has felt insanely long but also incredibly quick at the same time Um, and just like make sure I'm kind of just giving my mind a break after the studying I had to do all last week. Um, I'm like mentally completely checked out after the exam I took yesterday. So um, very mentally exhausted from it. And that's exactly what happened when I took the midterm for it. It was like for five days, I did not do anything related to school because I was like, I, my mind physically cannot take it at this point. (laughs) But um, I just want to kind of like enjoy, you know, relaxing with family. And um, I just really want to take advantage of like that this like time for like a holiday and like actually treat it like that but at the same time like I also don't want to completely like neglect everything else that I'm wanting to do like if I can get a little bit ahead on studying for my law final like that would be really beneficial so I will do that but like I don't want to like dive so deep into work 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 whether that's like schoolwork or podcasting or YouTube stuff like I really just need to give myself a break so that's my goal is to just like chill for a second and take care of myself and do like my definition of self-care and my gratitude for this week I am just really grateful that um, I'm going to be able to see my immediate family this week Um, we're not really if I see anybody else it's going to be like at the beach Um, but as far as I know it's just going to be like my immediate family Um, just like having a little Thanksgiving together and we actually have to do it on Wednesday um, instead of Thursday because my sister-in-law has to work on Thursday but um, yeah it's just it's crazy, crazy times. Um, and I'm like really looking forward to seeing them. And I'm really looking forward to like having a break where I can be home again. It's just very weird because it's my last winter break. And my friend brought that up earlier. And I was like, oh my gosh, do not say that. <laughs> but um, it's just very crazy. I don't know. Time just flies, you know, and it's wild. But that's my goal and my gratitude and the quote. So let's go ahead and segue into the advice. I know I had some longer requests go because I said like if it was too long to fit in the question box to just um, actually like DM it to the account. So I'm going to like double check that really quick because I know there were a few. But um, okay, yeah, we do have a few. So first one, how do you continue to push yourself to do something that is better for you, although others don't support it? For example, changing career paths or moving out, basically doing something for you and not caring about others' opinions. I got so, I think like the bulk of the requests I got were about like being selfish, like in a good way, like knowing like when to do things for you and like how to like just not like care about other people's opinions and just do what you want to do. And like, honestly, for me, what really transformed my life like with not caring about other people's opinions was doing what I loved and like what I was passionate about before I started my YouTube channel and just before I kind of like got into this whole space ironically I was very conscious or self-conscious and just like just apprehensive always like and I still do care about people's opinions to an extent but I don't let them control what I'm gonna do if that makes sense so or at least I like to think that there's probably some things in my life that is still like subconsciously dictates dictates a little bit but before I like became confident in myself I wasn't really able to you know put that guard up and not let other people's opinions um affect me so I truly think which this is like not something I like feel like I hear a lot and I feel like I've talked about this before 
But honestly, I think not caring about other people's opinions, it truly is rooted in doing what you love because when you do what you love, that's when you breed that self-confidence because you're so happy with what you're doing, you're proud of what you're doing, that just naturally breeds confidence. And like once you become more confident, you don't really care like what other people have to say about whatever it is that you're doing because it's your life for one and it's what you care about and it's what you're passionate about. Um, And I think like for like changing career paths and moving out, it's hard because somebody's always going to have something to say, you know, whether it's your family, your friends, just any relatives, or it may just be like someone you don't even know that's just like a mentor that or know that well, or it may be like a mentor or something. But you have to accept that someone's always going to have something to say, but you always have to know at the end of the day what's truly best for you. And I think that those of us that, you know, maybe don't have a very strong sense of self and we may not be feel like we're very in control of our lives, it's very easy for us to let what other people sort of advise us on and what other people give their opinions on actually dictate and control our life when it's really not supposed to be anything more than just advice or an opinion. But if you don't have that like strong grounded sense of self and like you really like know who you are and what you want, if you don't have any of that, it's going to be really hard to like not let those opinions and those just things that think people think that you should do just sort of come to fruition in your life. Because I feel like that's kind of like what happened to me just with early college, you know, I was sort of all of like my freshman and sophomore year was all just about like finding myself um, and just like what I wanted to do. And I think that I was had like a little bit shaky of a foundation as far as like what I in, in the realm of what I wanted to do. So basically, if someone told me that they thought I should do something school wise, I was like, okay, like I'll listen to you. Like I, I should change my major or okay, I should not change my major, like whatever it is, just because I didn't have any like certainty and grounding in that area. So I just kind of took what people said and ran with it instead of like taking it fully into consideration myself. And then now I'm in accounting and I'm just kind of like, wait, um, I mean, I'm glad I know what I know, but at the same time, like, I don't know if this was <laughs> what, I, what I was supposed to do. Like, it's just a weird feeling, but um, it's important to like get that established early on so that you do have that strength in your decision making and that strength in just knowing yourself. Um, And if other people don't support it, honestly, at the end of the day, it is your life. Do you really want to look back like 10 years from now and say like, dang, if I would have just like not listened to this person and did what I actually wanted to do, I think I'd be, I would be like a lot happier right now or like this would have worked out for me or like whatever it is. And you just don't want to look back and like realize that other people have been deciding your life for you. That's like one of my biggest fears is that 10, 15 years from now, I look back and I'm like, I straight up just lived my entire 20s letting other people decide what I was doing with my life and letting other people dictate like what I was doing just based off their opinions and stuff. And that's just like not okay. And I think like whenever you put that into perspective, it can kind of like scare you into just making those decisions strongly and being, you know, like firm with them and just being confident in your decisions and everything because it takes putting things in the perspective sometimes just to like realize, okay, you know what, this is my life, not anyone else's at the end of the day. Like people will have stuff to say, but at the end of the day, it's not their life. It's mine. And I have to do what's best for me because I'm the person living my life. I'm the person that feels the consequences of the decisions I make. Sometimes other people do too, but for the most part, you know, that's on you. So that's like a very long winded, um, 
I guess, thing for that. But um, so this next little write-in, and all these are anonymous, obviously. So this one is, I feel like I'm always putting in more effort into every relationship I have in my life with friends, my boyfriend, and parents. I feel this way even when those people do put in effort. For some reason, I feel like it's never up to my expectations. Please help. I feel crazy and very unloved by the people that I care about the most. I always have a feeling they find me annoying or don't want me around, which they've told me is not true. I do feel like it's all in my head, though. How do I let go of this feeling? So I'm really sorry that you feel that way, first of all. Um, That's definitely really hard, and I've absolutely been in that position before, like where you just kind of feel like you're a burden to everyone and like you're just kind of like giving and not really receiving anything back and that can be really really hard because it can cause a lot of things to happen down the road you know you can start to resent the people that aren't really giving you a lot back in return um and honestly like one of the biggest things I something that really stuck with me that you said is I feel like it's never up to my expectations um the first thing I would do is you know like recognize and realize it's okay for me to feel this way allow yourself to feel those feelings of you know just being overwhelmed about feeling like you are putting more too much effort in and like all that kind of stuff like let yourself feel that because I think it's really important to like actually let those feelings sit and like marinate (laughs) and once you've done that I would sit there and just kind of like ask yourself what expectations you have for the people in your life um like for your boyfriend like what what are those expectations that you're talking about that um, you have, those standards, whatever it is. Same thing with your family and same thing with your friends. Sit there and ask yourself if they are realistic, which, I'm, you know, they, they may be and they may not be. I've gone through periods of time in my life where I've had very unrealistic expectations of in friendships and I've had very unrealistic expectations in relationships. And then after you've sat there and sort of assessed the – whether or not they're realistic and um, that kind of thing. The next thing you need to do is make sure that you've communicated those expectations because no one's ever going to meet your expectations if you're not communicating what you expect out of them. Um, And that's huge just because, you know, some people like we something with me that is like one of my like toxic traits, I feel like is I expect everyone to just do everything the same way I do it. And that's not the case. Everyone lives a completely different life. Everyone has different habits. Everyone has different routines. Everyone has different styles. And I can't sit here and just think that everyone's going to do things and like say things and think things the exact same way I will. So it it's always been hard for me to remember to actually communicate and be like, hey, like I expect this out of you or this is like what I expect out of this relationship. This is what, you know, the boundaries and standards are, whatever. It's always been hard for me to do that because I just automatically assume that like everyone's on like the same page as me and that's just like not how it is. So and that's just something that I've kind of like grown in um, in my mindset and in my thinking over the years. So I'm aware of it now and I try to like take advantage of like actually knowing that and actually communicate things. But yeah, just sit down with yourself and just say like, is it realistic of me to expect this from this person? Um, and then ask yourself, okay, did I, have I communicated that with them? Obviously there's some things that are just kind of like given, like just very basic things that you should be getting in return. Um, obviously like, I don't know the specifics of your situation, but I think the biggest thing is making sure that it is communicated. And I also just want to say that, um, it's, it's important to remember that, you know, sometimes we do put in a lot more effort than other people. 
Um, and it may just be like that in phases and seasons of life. But I will say if you feel like it is constantly like, constantly like that and it is always like very one-sided, there needs to, you know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you to like cut that person off and like leave them hanging. I think there needs to be a conversation there um, about your feelings and just let them know, you know, like, hey, I just feel like I'm really giving a lot um, and it's wearing me down because I'm just not really being refilled <laughs> with what I'm giving. And I and that's totally an okay conversation to have. But like I said, communicating is the most important thing to do in that situation so that they know. Because if you don't let the person know that you really don't feel like you're getting a lot out of the friendship, family, relationship, whatever it is, if you don't let them know that you feel like you're not really getting much in return, they're going to keep doing what they're doing and they're not going to change anything because what you allow will continue. So it very well could all be in your head because I've 1000% been in that position before where I'm like very like self-conscious of like do people really love me? Do they really like mean what they say? And my advice for that is to seriously just work on like affirming even if you have to repeat it (laughs) to yourself like in your head when someone tells you you know like they love you or that they're proud of you or whatever say it back to yourself in your head it can do wonders because I used to like be the same way like someone would like say like oh you look really pretty today or oh you're so smart like I'm so proud of you and I would just doubt it all for like no good reason like that was just the way my head was I was always just constantly doubting what people said but then I started trying to get myself to believe it and I just did that by sort of like taking what they said and letting it be no more than what they said like not letting it sit there in my head and you know just sit there and me think about it and just be like do I really are they just saying you know what I mean just like taking it repeating it back to myself and then you know setting it aside and that's what really helped me because I am like a natural overthinker so a lot of times when people would say thing I'm like is there an ulterior motive like are you actually proud of me? Like, do I need to be doing more? Like, I just, that's just how I've always been in my head and I'm not really that way anymore. But I'm just saying sometimes you just have to like let what people say be what they say and no more. So just work on, you know, taking that and just believing it, I guess. And it can be hard to believe it, but it's it's a process. It's not going to be something that like you get better at overnight. But hopefully all of that advice helps. Um, So this next one is, um, hi, love you in the podcast. Uh, Love you too. And I'm so glad you support me in the podcast. It means the world. Um, I don't know if this will be included in the advice episode, but here it goes. It's kind of long. I need to know what you would do in this situation. I am a full-time university student overloading and taking six classes this semester. And I work 40 hours overnight overnights week at a grocery store. And I have another part-time job. So I work about 55, 60, 55 to 60 hours per week. I'm also on the executive committee for two organizations, so I have to attend weekly meetings and events. I've handled it okay until now, but school is really starting to creep up on me, and I have four weeks left of the semester. How do I manage everything? I don't want to quit or stop doing anything because I love my work and classes are going well, but I'm averaging about five hours of sleep a night, and I get overwhelmed sometimes with everything going on. I can't really take a break from things due to financial and academic reasons, but I would love your advice on this. Um, Okay, so... That's really hard because <laughs> I know um, I know that feeling of really enjoying everything you're doing and like knowing something needs to be taken off your plate, but like wanting to just keep things the way they are because you're like actually enjoying it for one or you like need actually need to do those things in order to like live. So um, I think 
it's hard because like obviously with school like there's not much you can do besides like take less classes and that's something you have to like act on and then do later on you can't really help that can't help you like right now um and I what I guess what sticks out to me is the you're on the exec community for two organizations and I think that whenever because that's like obviously I'm assuming like a very involved role um and since you've had that position I think personally like your health like your personal health just with like sleeping is very important um you know I went through years where I was only getting like five hours of sleep a night too just to like try and get everything done and I let me just tell you my quality of life and the way I performed was so much worse when I was sleeping less and if you have all these things going on how do you how are you going to expect yourself to perform well in anything your job and school and you know your extracurriculars if you're not even like resting enough um you're basically saying like hi I'm expecting 100% out of myself in all of these areas but I'm only giving myself 50 and that's just it's just not going to work like that um obviously like there's going to be consequences to being tired and not being well rested enough and it's going to compromise the quality of your work in time and I definitely learned that the hard way. Um, so that's why I'm like very adamant about saying that. Um, but I would say like with the exec committee, if there's a way for you to just sort of step back from your executive position and just take on more of like a more low-key laid back role until you can maybe have a lighter load of classes or if you can reduce your work hours in whatever way, um, that's probably the one thing I would think like to compromise, I guess, because I'm not going to sit here and tell you to work less because if you have bills to pay, then you have bills to pay. Um, but if, you know, you are just working the two jobs just because you love both of them and you could really only have one, I would just assess which one is more compatible with your lifestyle at the moment and sort of go with that one just because obviously like being a student and everything, one job may be um, more compatible than another. But it's really hard to be really busy and I really just I hate hustle culture so much and I hate just that constant busyness and the sad thing is is that it was created into the, like this culture of like needing to like hustle and be busy but it, it's actually like a lot of people's realities and that's just like what sucks but I just can't emphasize enough how important it is to take care of yourself at the end of the day and um just make sure that you are you know getting I would at least try and get like seven hours of sleep and you mentioned you know feeling really overwhelmed just do your absolute best to just try and step back if you can in those areas that you can and just take care of yourself because at the end of the day you're it's just going to negatively affect you in the long run if you keep compromising your own well-being for all of these other things so that's that um Okay, next, going to the actual little DM questions, uh, or not the DM questions, the story ones. Um, You guys had a lot of things to ask advice about. And so this one is advice on choosing a college. I'm not sure how far away I should go, and I'm stressed. Um, First and foremost, I'll say I, whenever I was in high school, I was like, I'm going to apply to like 15 colleges, um, and they're going to be everywhere. I wanted to apply like I did apply to like a NYU. I wanted to apply to like all these schools in the Northeast and like maybe a few like a little bit further out West um, in the South, just sort of like everywhere. 
And the closer and closer I got to like graduation, I realized that I did not want to be that far from home to where I couldn't drive home on the weekend if I wanted to. And I'm like five hours from home. So it's like a really perfect distance because it's long enough to where I'm like not tempted to go home often and it's short enough to like do for the weekend. And I think I would sit down and, you know, ask yourself if you are like that sort of like a family person or like a homebody and you really think you want to go home a lot and you want to be around your family a lot or you just think you'll, you know, like miss them a lot and you'll want to see them. Um, I know a lot of people that are, you know, like very big family people, very big homebodies and they just live so far from home and they don't really see their fam. They might see their family once during the semester, but other than that, they don't really see them until like the holidays or until summer break and they're fine with that. But I know there are people who just like really, really need like their home and their life and to actually like physically see their family from time to time. And if you are one of those people, I would try and like figure out if that's you um, and get yourself to kind of narrow down your choices from there. And I think that choosing a college, um, there's there's a lot to factor into it. And everyone's situation is obviously very different Um, for me, like the financial aspect of it was the biggest factor in decider like I literally just went to wherever was cheapest for me and um that it like that's just like how it had to go so and well I guess it's not really wherever it was cheapest because it would have been cheapest for me to stay in my hometown obviously but um (laughs) cheapest as far as like outside of my hometown goes so that was for me um you know obviously I think that if you know what you're going to be studying, um, if you're having to like take out student loans, maybe consider um, going to like a smaller school for your first two years to get those gen ed classes out of the way that are literally the same at every single school and save some money there. And then you can like go to the bigger university for the last two. Or if you want to do the full four years, just try to like I think it's important to keep the financial side of things in mind because there's a lot of people who just go into college, don't know what they want to major in. They go to like a really expensive school and um, end up coming out with like a ton of debt and, you know, they're, whatever they're studying and ended up studying may not be the best thing to pay it off. And that's just like not really the best situation to be in um, given how expensive school is and how student loans work with interest and everything. So definitely keep that in mind if that's like a factor, but I would consider your distance from home for sure, the financial aspect of it. Um, I wouldn't stress that whole like feeling like home feeling whenever you go visit the campus if you get the chance to. I didn't, I mean like I knew I loved Alabama's campus because I visited before whenever I was visiting my brother and I knew I loved it, but Alabama didn't really feel like home to me until like two, maybe a year and a half or two years into school. And I didn't get that like, wow, this is where I'm meant to be feeling whenever I visited the campus as like a prospective student for the first time. So don't like, I I hear so many people say like, you just have to go where it feels like home and like follow your heart. And like, sometimes you just don't know. Like I could have probably toured like 15 schools and I wouldn't have gotten that feeling at one of a single one of them. Um, So yeah. And just like also look at like what your, like if you know what you want to study, look at how like reputable that program is at the school, um, what opportunities there are related to what you're studying, like organizations you can be in, clubs you can be in, whatever um, that type of thing is. And yeah, those are like the main things I think I would take into consideration. Um, some people think of more so of things like party schools, like whatever. And that's not personally like what I was looking at whenever I was coming to college. It was not even in the back of my mind. 
But if that's important to you, then consider it. I mean, honestly, it's just like sit down and think about like what you want to get out of your college experience and just try to find a school that like best matches that. So the next thing, how to deal with negative friends. This is so, I feel like I, oh my gosh, I always have like one or two friends um, in my life like that are just very negative and I'm not saying this in like a bad way because I feel like I've definitely been that friend before I'm just saying it can be really hard to deal with because it's really hard like whenever you're like in a really great mood and then you have those friends that are constantly complaining or something's always wrong whatever it is and you're just kind of like okay you totally just killed my mood and um now like I don't understand people who think that they need to bring everyone down to their level and they do that by just like constantly expressing their like hatred and negativity and it's really hard um the biggest thing I've learned is just like loving them from a distance and like being friends with them from a distance like I know my more negative friends that I've had like in the past and stuff like I just haven't been able to spend as much time with them as I would like with another friend I can't spend hours on end with them because I'm just going to end up like literally being in the worst mood ever um it's probably more so of a friend that I would just like go get lunch with or go get dinner with and then like nothing more than that and I'm not like super intentional with that like oh my gosh I or not intentional I'm not super exclusive with that I'm not like oh my gosh I'm only going to get lunch or dinner with this person because I just can't stand being around them I just know like my limit and I'm like if I start to start feeling a certain way I'm like I need to go (laughs) and I just like you know and and whatever we're doing and try and like wrap it up but the biggest thing is just like setting boundaries with yourself and like knowing when it's when is okay like for you to just kind of like withdraw a little bit and you know sometimes I think negative friends just need to be provided a little bit of perspective I think that they get stuck in like a obviously like everyone's situation is very different so I'm not saying this is like the case for everyone it's not really a blanket statement but sometimes people really do just need like a perspective shift and I say that because I used to just be like an inherently very negative and pessimistic person so and what what changed my life was changing my perspective and I think whenever you know, you can kind of get your friends to see things a little bit differently that may naturally just think very negatively. It can help them. And I think it's great to be that friend that tries to help them. And you don't have to be like mean about it or anything. Like you can just be like, if they're complaining about something, you could just be like, have you ever thought of it this way? Or, you know, like, oh, actually, like that's like a bless, that could be a blessing in disguise for you. Like obviously don't like disregard anyone's like feelings or (laughs) what they're going through. But if it's just like straight up random complaints and constant negativity, you know, and you can also have a conversation about it. Like, I think it can be like a little bit touchy and like taboo to just be like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to like tell them that. But if you think that that's the best way to handle it with that person, I think that you could say like, hey, like, I just want to make sure everything's okay with you because I've just noticed, you know, you, everything you say and like a lot of what you talk about is very negative and maybe it'll help them have that perspective shift when they realize it because I think a lot of times the people who are very inherently negative they seriously don't realize it because I did it when I was like that Um, and I say all of this out of a place of like straight up like just full out of love because that's exactly how I used to be and I know that it was probably very annoying to be around me for a long period of time Um, okay next advice tips on first holiday season in an actual relationship how to balance everything um that's really cute and exciting it's so weird because like I feel like a lot of this is like a tangent but I feel like a lot of um 
people in college or a lot more people than I realize like actually spend like Christmas with their like significant other but like with Griffin and I obviously being like living very far apart we spend Christmas with like our you know actual families that we go home to so we've never spent like a Christmas together which is so weird to me um or it wasn't weird to me until someone told me they thought it was weird and then I was like wait that is kind of weird but it makes me really excited to like actually spend a Christmas together like in the future like our first Christmas I'm like so excited because that it just gives me another thing to like look forward to you know like next year and I'm really excited for that but um I think that it can be a little overwhelming because it's like there there is a little bit of stress that comes with like being around the other like your significant other's family um especially if it's like your first time around them and meeting them um just be yourself because that's like the most important thing like whenever you're getting around like the new friends and the new family it's important to just like be yourself because you know they're they're gonna love you for you and you don't want to like put on a front that you're someone you're not and then kind of have to like unravel all of that later on down the road and um you know just I don't know just try not to let like the overwhelming emotions take away from like the beauty of that moment because it's actually like a really beautiful and an awesome thing to like spend you know a holiday season with your significant other and like not a lot of people get to do that you know like a lot of a lot of people have to work like on Christmas and stuff and they can't exactly spend it with like their family or like whatever it is so as overwhelming and scary as it can be just like keep that in mind like this is awesome like I get to do this and um I don't know if like what other like tips you would need um because it's just kind of vague like I just don't know um what else to share but you know like talk about like you can like make plans with them like make dates with them for the holiday season it's like a great time to do that I know it's a little bit hard because of COVID but um just make the most of it I think that's like my biggest piece of advice is like be yourself make the most of it and just try and like remember it because it's just like truly a great time and a great moment okay next thing um not losing yourself while in a relationship um I know I talked about this literally like what two two or three weeks ago three weeks ago in the um relationship tips and like what I've learned episode um, and if you all listen to that, then you know that I am totally that person that like totally loses themselves in the first like year of their relationship. And then a year later is just like, oh my gosh, who am I again? I need to like do some like soul searching real quick. And, um, that's totally how I get and how I was. I mean, I'm not like that now, but I definitely went through that phase, like in my relationship now. And it's just, I think a lot of that has to do with like, people who are like very strong people pleasers and that kind of thing because like you're constantly like trying to please that other person until you get to a point where you're a little bit more comfortable and then you realize that you've completely like neglected yourself but I think the biggest tip is to just like make sure you maintain like the hobbies that you were doing like prior to being in a relationship and like take time to yourself like by yourself um and then like also like obviously like maintain your friendships and everything like I never lost like my friendships with anyone or anything like that it wasn't to that extent. It was more so of just like neglecting, like taking care of myself, I guess. And, um, what, what I really like love doing and just like tying my happiness up in the other person. It wasn't so much of like my, all of my like plans and everything, but I think that, um, the biggest thing is just like remembering like who you are and like being, staying strong in that, like from the beginning and from the get go. And it's, it can be really easy to just like lose yourself because you just kind of like let your emotions like overpower like what you're doing and like in the moment and everything and you just 
sort of like let yourself feel all that and it's a great feeling so it's really easy to just get caught up in it and then like forget about yourself but it's really hard to like kind of like take steps backwards and find yourself after you've already been in the relationship so I just recommend like maintaining all of those things as much as you can and just staying like conscious and aware of that for sure so next is getting over a breakup and feeling lonely I think the best way to get over like a breakup and just feeling alone is to keep yourself busy for one and I know that that's everyone and their mother's advice but truly it's like the best thing because if you just sort of like clear your schedule or you just like don't really have anything going on it just puts you in a position to sit there and like think about everything and overthink it and just make yourself sad basically but if you're doing other things that keep your mind and yourself like physically occupied you're going to be a lot less likely to be caught up on all those thoughts and you know talk to friends talk to family like talk to whoever you can um, whenever you're feeling lonely even if it's over FaceTime like just ask you know whoever it is like hey are you open to talk right now like I'm just feeling a little lonely and I'd like love some company whatever it is Um, and just be open about that don't be ashamed about like feeling lonely because I think it's something that you know truly a lot of people go through even people who are in relationships you know like there's times when you just like feel alone and that's totally normal and that's okay and don't ever think that you feeling lonely means that you need to like make yourself be lonely and that's something that I've found myself do in the past like whenever I felt really lonely I've sort of just let that kind of take over my entire life and just say I feel lonely so I'm going to be lonely and I just would kind of shut everyone else out and just don't let it get to that point to where you're like I feel lonely so I should make myself lonely and like none, none of us really I don't think intentionally do that but just try your best to you know to talk to other people because like I said everyone goes through it at some time I can promise you everyone has something to say about it and can help you so next is advice for living with a partner okay I I, like so many people are always like oh my gosh like why do you all have like separate rooms like whatever part of the reason is because we have a lot of like hand-me-down furniture from my boyfriend's family and it's not really furniture that like fits in like a standard size apartment like we have like the largest floor plan at the apartment we're at solely because the furniture that we have um which is really great because we literally didn't have to buy anything honestly and we're not gonna have to buy um anything when we move to texas but it's really nice but we had to like get a bigger space because of it and blah 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 um just so everything would fit because a typical like college living room can't really fit like a standard large sectional couch and like that kind of thing um and i think that it's it's hard because one first of all I know I've said this a million times it's really easy to just like slide into this coexisting thing where you kind of like just become more like roommates and like less like actually in a relationship because you feel like you're spending time with the person constantly but how much of that time is actually intentional so I think first of all like going into it try and like set like a day every like week or two weeks or every month um whatever you can do in your schedule to like have like a date night or like watch a movie together whatever it is um we typically would try to do that like on Thursday nights um just that's kind of like what we do we would like watch tv or like watch movies together and that would just kind of be how we unwind at the end of the week or like go to dinner or something so definitely that like making sure that you're not just like sort of slipping in the co-existing 
Um, And secondly, if you can do so financially, I recommend getting like a separate, like getting like two bedrooms if possible, or like one bedroom and like a study or one bedroom and a den. Um, Just because, especially if it's your first time living with your significant other. I can't imagine how hard it would be right now if Griffin and I like literally had a one bedroom because we have the ability, thankfully, to (laughs) just like be in separate rooms and like do our own thing, get what we need to get done and be out of each other's hair like when we need to be. And it's so nice, but then like we're also able to come together when we want to. So that's like really really helpful and I think a lot of people think it's like weird when people have like more than one room it's like that's not necessary whatever and is it necessary no but it can seriously help so much with the transition because it's a lot to just like move in and like share every single aspect of a home with someone when you've grown up your entire life like maybe not your entire life if you shared a bedroom growing up um or anything like that and then had you know like roommates in like a dorm or something but it can be hard to go from you know, having at least one area where you live be yours to sharing every single space with someone and having that extra space can be really good. I also think like mentioning like what um, your boundaries and um, just sort of like your expectations of each other going into it, like with keeping things clean, like, you know, chores, that kind of thing. And, um, you know, like maybe you'll have different like sleep schedules, that kind of thing, like sitting down in the beginning and establishing all of that. So you don't like end up exploding after you've already like lived together because that can be hard and that does, um, happen. Next anxiety about ending college, recent grad, and I'm freaking out. I feel ya. It's hard. Part of me wishes I could just like be a student forever because going into the real world is literally so scary. Um, and I totally feel bad. I don't want anyone to ever think for a second that I'm like super pumped and confident and excited about going into the real world because it stresses me out every single day. (laughs) So, um, I'm right there with you. I think that the biggest thing is just like, for me, whenever I find myself like getting stressed and worked up about it, I'm like, I have to sit there and remind myself, like, what are you getting stressed and worked up for right now? Like, yes, you know what's coming in terms of like, you know, bills and like just the work and all of that kind of stuff. But I try and tell myself, don't sit here and like premeditate on like the stress and like all of that stuff when it hasn't even happened yet. Because me sitting here stressing about me like starting my work and like everything like that right now is taking away from the energy I could be giving into, you know, my very last year of school and my last semester or if I was just like at home right now, my time with family, whatever it is. And it's hard to just kind of like turn that off because it's one of those like nagging thoughts in a way. Um, But that's like the biggest thing that helps me is like reminding myself like, hey, you sitting here worrying about your job and like worrying about your future and everything is literally so unproductive. Like it's not going to change anything that happens in the future. And you're just sitting here taking away from the energy of the moment right now. So um, that's like the biggest tip I have for that. And also just like remember that like everyone goes through big transitional phases like that in their life and you are absolutely not alone um next one is how to accept love i'm in such a great relationship but i don't know how to accept it and be happy oh i'm so i'm so sorry that's like really i don't know i I get that that's kind of like sad but um i hope that it gets better for you i think that in order to accept love you have to truly love yourself first um kind of like what i was talking about earlier it can be really hard to believe people and like accept what they say and like their love that they're giving you if you don't 
show that same love to yourself because it's unfamiliar. Um, so it's really important to just show yourself love and like whatever that means for you. Like if that just means like taking extra time to yourself um, and having like a nice like night routine for yourself and that like makes you feel like you're taking care of yourself and you feel loved or if it could be something as simple as just like wearing makeup, like whatever it is, just do whatever you can to like make yourself like feel confident and like love yourself and just accept yourself for who you are and like don't let anyone try don't let anyone's like words or actions or like what anyone has to say or what they do to you affect your core like self-worth and like who you are because that is fully up to you and um I think that the biggest thing with accepting love really and truly is just loving yourself and showing yourself the love that like you're wanting to receive and I think like once you do love yourself you'll notice that like it's a lot easier and more familiar and comfortable to accept the love that people are trying to give you if that makes sense um okay next is how do I stop feeling like a failure for not knowing what to do after college oh my gosh please do not feel like a failure I do not know what I want to do either like I I have a job and I'm very thankful for that um lined up but I don't know what I want to do five years from now, 10 years from now, 15 years from now. I have zero clue. I don't know if I want to stay in accounting. I don't know if I want to try something completely different. I don't know if I want to start working for myself like full, like full, full time. I am full time already, but like for real, for real, um, you're not alone in that. And I just think that once again, reminding yourself that everyone kind of goes through that and life is all about like making decisions and figuring things out as we go and the only way you can like learn things and like learn what you like and don't like is by trying things and doing them and you just kind of have to accept that all of that's going to come with time and you're not going to have like this overnight epiphany that's like oh I want to do this and even if you knew what you wanted to do it would probably change with time like you'd like want you'd like start to like not like things as much about it or you love things about it whatever it is um I just really think that you have to keep that in mind and just like remember that um one you're not a failure just because you're unsure um and two just like also remember that the expectations like that we have in our young 20s are ridiculous to like know like what I I just think it's crazy that like we go to college at like 18 and like we have to decide by the time we're what not 19 20 or no I guess I was 19 when I went to college I can't even remember right now but when I first went to school but yeah anyways um I don't know why I'm like so bad at remembering what ages I was and what years except for my 21st because that's just like easy to remember I feel like but anyways um yeah just like remember that okay I was 18 and 19 freshman year now I remember so yeah but like you're 18 or 19 your freshman year and then you have to decide by the time you're like 20 what you're gonna major in basically and you have to have an idea general idea of it when you come into college so you're in like the right college within your school (laughs) and it's just kind of crazy because so much can change and like as you take the classes you learn um what you do and don't like so it's I just personally think that like the pressure we put on ourselves is a little freaking excessive to know what we want to do with the rest of our lives and I just think that as long as you're constantly making moves and making decisions um actively and proactively and like that kind of thing I think you are doing phenomenal um you know as long as you're putting your best foot out there you are trying and you're being proactive with 
work and just like your life in general, you're doing great. And that's like the most you can do is to just like try. Um, so just keep that in mind. Like I'm trying, I'm doing my best and I'm making moves and like making decisions and that's all I can do. I can't sit here and like try and like plan my whole life out and know what I want to do and have it all figured out because I'm never like you're never truly going to know 100% like yes this this is it and this is exactly how I want my life to go and it's not going to go how you want it to go because there's always going to be corkscrews and stuff in your plans and that kind of thing so just keep that in mind and never ever think of yourself as a failure because trust me so many people don't know what they want to do and you know I I hear people all the time and they're like 40 say they don't know what they want to do still and they're just still you know making those decisions and trying to get to where they think they need to be so um I'm gonna do one more and it is tips on maintaining fitness motivation and feeling um confident at the gym um I this is like true like a journey type of thing like I can't sit here and tell you any specific thing that's gonna just like flip a switch in your head um and it's all about just like being consistent honestly um for me like with feeling confident at the gym I definitely like when I first started like actually working out and like lifting weights and like that kind of thing I was like definitely very self-conscious at first um and for me the more I went the more comfortable I got and the more normal it felt so I naturally became more confident because it was just something that I enjoyed doing I was passionate about it like I always say and I just felt good doing it so I got more and more confident the more I did it and I think that confidence is something it's for me at least you know like I have you know my days where I feel like I'm on top of the world and then I have days where I literally just want to curl up in a ball and cry and not be seen by anybody you know what I mean and I I mean it fluctuates and I have multiple of those days like a month and it's very like normal it's hard to like be you know, a thousand percent, I don't know anyone that's like a thousand percent confident like all the time. And I just think that just, I don't, it's really hard because it's something I struggle with too. So it's hard for me to give advice on it, but I truly think for establishing that initial confidence in the gym, the best thing you can do is just be consistent with it. And I'm not saying you have to go every day. I'm just saying like each time you like, just, just try and go more and more, I guess. Um, and do as much as you can. And I think maintaining like the fitness motivation, it's really hard. I think you have to accept, first of all, that it does ebb and flow. Um, I had a little bit of like a lull during the month of like October where I was only really going like three times a week and I was used to going like four or five times. And um, it was really hard for me because I just did feel very just kind of like about it. And for me personally, what I have to do whenever I start to feel that way, and it typically starts to happen after three weeks after three weeks of like being really consistent and going hard I start to just kind of be like uh I kind of am sick of doing what I'm doing and I want to retreat a little bit so I try to find new ways to challenge myself in the gym whether that is trying a new workout like class if you can do that where you're at right now or if you're just gonna you know switch up your cardio from like the stairmaster to walking in an incline on the treadmill or to running um starting to like lift heavier like that's I literally started doing that two weeks ago I was like I feel like I'm getting in a lull again and I feel like I'm a little bit comfortable in the gym right now and I'm like not really pushing myself and I'm just doing the same thing every week so I started like you know adding more weight to whenever I did squats and I started like adding more weight when I did hip thrusts and like just remembering to like constantly push myself because I feel like whenever you do push yourself and you get that good feeling of oh yeah I tried and I did it and I crushed it that's sort of just like 
makes that motivation just like boil up in you. You know what I mean? Whereas if you just keep going and doing the same thing every time, it's going to get boring, obviously. And you're never going to get that rush and that feeling of like just proudness and pride and like confidence from trying something new and achieving it. You know what I mean? So that's like my best advice for that. But I hope you all enjoyed this episode. This was like really fun than just like sit down. I like, I love doing these because I really feel like I am just talking to a friend and I always feel like I'm talking to a friend on my podcast but I really like doing these because um a lot of the stuff that like obviously I get asked about is stuff that I've struggled with before and I'm absolutely most passionate about like using what I've learned from my struggles to help other people so that they don't have to like go through the same stuff I did or at least not go through it as long and at least just have someone to help them so I am really happy that I can be that person for you all and obviously I just also want to say like I'm not like a freaking therapist and I'm not sitting here saying that you need to take my advice and like run with it and it's the end all be all not what I'm saying at all this is just my personal take and my opinion um that I'm giving you from just allowing me to give you advice by submitting your um what you wanted to be talked about in so thank you for being open in that sense and letting me um just provide an opinion in the first place so i really appreciate that and let me know if you all enjoyed this episode be sure to leave a review um join the gen z girl podcast facebook group for sure um you just have to answer like the most simple questions ever and then i will let you in and follow the gen z girl podcast on instagram follow me on instagram if you want watch my youtube videos if you want more content or want to see more content from me um during the week besides the podcast but i hope you all have an incredible um you know holiday break i know obviously not everyone's from the united states so not everyone celebrates thanksgiving and i always like forget that sometimes it's just kind of crazy to think that like my reach is that extended and far and like i don't believe it sometimes so um yeah i just i hope you all whatever is going on this week i just hope you have a great week and i hope that you are filled with gratitude this week and that you practice gratitude whether it's thanksgiving week or not you should just do it anyways but um I love all of you so much and I'm beyond thankful for each and every one of you for supporting me, listening to me, and just allowing me to try and be a good influence in y'all's life and I appreciate your support more than the world and I feel like I just have to like go on a little tangent about that sometimes because I feel like I can never say it enough um, because you all are literally like my best friends, seriously, and I tell y'all more than I tell people in my life sometimes like sometimes I just literally just need to tell the people in my life just go listen to my podcast and you'll know what's going on like um because <laughs> everyone else knows what's going on <laughs> so I love you all so much I hope you all have an incredible week take care of yourself and love yourself and show yourself love always and I will talk to you all next week